welcome to the podcast of tomorrow, a Futurama podcast where today we are talking about season 11, episode 5, related to items you viewed. I am Lindsay Wilson, joined as always by Alex Coons. Alex, how's it going? Hello, I'm very excited. No more of these recorded bits from the man himself. No more of the ad reads. He's here in person. We have Jeremy here. I am here. Someone put me in your cart. Invesa heard all the twitterings online and just decided to ship me out. Now, Lindsay, do you think that the love for Jeremy is just the vocal minority or do you think it's widespread across the audience? I think it's widespread. I think he is largely beloved by everyone. I've never heard anyone say, don't have more Jeremy on the podcast. I've only heard, get rid of these not enthusiastic enough regular (laughs) hosts and bring in Jeremy. So... Well, well don't don't encourage anyone to, to speak out against me anyway. If it's just a vocal minority, that's all I want to hear from. <laughs> yes, we only want praise for us and for Jeremy. <laughs> you can tear Lindsay apart. That's fine. She has a no. thick skin. She likes it. Oh my god. Incredibly thin skin. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I get like even a three-star review, I'm like, I guess I should just never podcast again. <laughs> Jeremy, what's your, do you have any anecdotes from the past, you know, three months since we've last heard from you? We know that there is a viral Facebook post in the making as we speak right now, but anything else good right now? You don't want to hear about my viral post about French Canadian hockey player, Yvonne Acornois, <laughs> yeah, the roadrunner. Was he fast? Speed. Oh, he was fast and he had this mm-hmm. very exciting kind of like a stride, very manic. Mm. He was a little guy and he had thighs that were like, they looked like roast just spilling <laughs> over his knees. People people often talk about witnessing his thighs. Yeah, and, get uh, our butcher in the, the roast. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think this is it. Get the butcher in to consult on male thighs. Yvonne Corey would do very well in the Instagram age. Like the man was mm. thick. Yeah. And I think maybe that's why it's translating so well on social media right now. But yes, also, <laughs> I just found out this morning, I, I I have a bit role in Elf the Musical. Oh. Yeah, I will be playing a variety of parts. They asked me if I could do things like handstands or ukulele. <laughs> I can't do anything, but they're hoping I have some special skills because <laughs> yeah. I couldn't dance and I couldn't remember any of the words of the songs in the audition. They tapped me <laughs> and two elderly men and said, we've seen everything we need to see from the dance. <laughs> Don't think of it as like you're not doing a good job. We just know what you've got now. And it you was got just the me. X factor. You can't, yeah, you can't describe it. And the guy that was auditioning for Santa Claus because he was 90. And it's just <laughs> like, I think we can see what's in common with the group that got tapped. All the young, firm thighed dancers are still up there. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. Congratulations, Jeremy. Jeremy, what have you thought of the new episodes? Uh, I don't know if you've watched them before or if you've watched them yet, but thoughts on the Hulu Futurama episodes? You know what? I I like them. They fill me with a warm sense. There's all these returning people. I hope maybe we can like, maybe that's something you guys should flag. Like when you get these like little cameos from like Hedonism Bot, Mm. the Crushinator, but even like I... Even though that, what was it? The Mismar episode there with... with, with Kiff and Amy. Kiff and Amy. That was kind of nice that they... I remember that episode. It's not that either episode is my favorite episode, but it was cool the way they're... They're bookending these things. Even how the West was 0111101 or whatever, but there's lots of little nods. And I know you don't like Roberto, but I think even just probably that voice actor guy that does a lot of different voices, it was just like a way to like welcome him back and give him <laughs> stuff to do. And I I was appalled by Lindsay's take on Insane in the mainframe. I think that's a classic <laughs> Futurama episode. 
I was so afraid. It scared me. He's so stabby. I just like, I remember like the guy who has multiple personalities and they're 254 multiple personalities. They're all Abraham Lincoln. All Abraham just like, Lincoln. I, was I was born, born in 200, 200 log cabins. He's <laughs> <laughs> so good. What's wrong with you? you can't handle a few good. stabs. <laughs> <laughs> when we get there, I'm sure I'll rediscover things that I liked about it. That's how it's been yeah. going so far where I've been like, I didn't remember liking this, but then I'm finding things to like about it. I don't know. I'm going to put you guys on the, on the hot seat a little bit. I feel like a lot of episodes just end with you guys going like, yeah, yeah, you know, I guess I didn't like Futurama <laughs> as much as I remember liking it. It's one well, of the most a... discouraging parts of all <laughs> That is the, the single three-star review, which of course is the worst review that you can get because it's not like a horrible one-star bashing review and then it's not and a that was me. five-star review. Yeah. That's right. Wait, wait the three-star Poor review Jeremy. was actually you? Of It was fine? No, no. Yeah. What are you I just am joking. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. Lindsay's Lindsay's notoriously thin skinned. I I can't I couldn't. Yeah, do that you couldn't possibly girl. do that. Yeah, but our three star <laughs> review was literally it's fine. And you know what? It's I feel fine. like that's very fair because yeah, that's our that's kind of the vibe of this entire podcast. <laughs> that's kind of our vibe. You kind of had the three star review coming because you're yeah. just giving every episode of Futurama like three stars. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. We really are. Oh, so good. All right. Well, let's pivot into talking about the episode. What did we think? High level thoughts. Alex, I'll start with you. What did you think of this one? I I liked it. I think it was, I think it's one of the top ones of the new season, like topical, funny jokes about Amazon. I thought like interesting little sci-fi twist at the end of like, oh, the Amazon warehouse is expanded to encompass all of Earth. And now we're going to freeze, but then it just expands to be the entire universe. Like that's a, it's a funny solution. Mom wasn't like overbearing, like for it being a mom episode, it wasn't really focused on mom that much, which I think is the way to handle these like character returns in the new season. Yeah. So I think, I think one of the better ones of the the new ones that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, what do you think? See you now. Well, I, you know, what? I, I agree with a lot of what Alex said, because like Bitcoin feels like, I don't know, feels a little more ephemeral to me than, but Amazon feels inescapable. And that's sort of what hangs over this whole episode. Like, care to join us for a futile protest and there's just this sense of like amazon's inescapable they go like oh the warehouse conditions but they even lose heart and go like well but this is quick shipping and it's so convenient Mm -hmm. there's this whole sense that i really think encompasses this era of like oh no we've gone too far but eh, we're kind of in it now we can't really put the genie back into the you know amazon box so (laughs) what did you think Lindsay? I really liked it. I thought it was probably the best one of the season so far. I think they did a really good job with kind of this send up to Amazon. It was all working really well. This is the first Lindsay's insufferable moment of this episode. My New Year's resolution this year. I had two. I had one, which was not to read the Apple podcast reviews. And the other was (laughs) not to buy anything from Amazon for a whole year and see if I could do it. And so far I've succeeded. But I do find myself being exactly that person where it's like, but the warehouse conditions. <laughs> and then they just wow. buy something. So that was why yeah. I was like, all right, this year, no buying for Amazon. But... And then and then only get the app reviews dictated to you every single time one comes in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, it's like if Alex was ordering Amazon packages on your behalf. He knows yeah. you don't want to hear it. He watches you squirm every podcast and then he still relays the feedback to you. Um, <laughs> no, Alex you is like order... making direct donations to Jeff Bezos for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those like guys who eats meat and they go to vegetarians go for every steak you don't eat I'll eat five. That's, mm-hmm. 
Alex is just like <laughs> clicking on his card, just like ah, mm -hmm. ordering, ordering, ordering. Do you order a lot from Amazon? You're an American. I feel like Americans like Amazon even more. I actually do not. I'm very frugal. And so I, I don't buy a lot of things to begin with. Like I, I realized that this was not the way that most people grew up, but my like, the way that I was taught to budget was just spend as little money as possible every single day of your life. And that's how you budget and do personal finances. And then later on, <laughs> I've learned like people are like, oh, no, you like make silos for like, oh, you know, you have this much to spend on takeout every month. There's much to spend on like whatever every month. I learned that I later learned that that was another way to do finances. And that seems much more reasonable. But I am still stuck in just like, oh, today I spent $3, which was a good day of existing in the world and not spending money. Alex, you wanted them to track your eyeball movement so you could get free movies. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, this is like when I was reading that Mel Brooks book and he talks about growing up in the Great Depression. This is like, <laughs> Alex, you would think he endured great hardship and trauma. I actually never have any money and I live in a like a strange vagrant, but I still just throw money at things. I buy novelty hats. Yeah. I, uh, I'm always broke and I don't know why, but I do have a lot of Christmas novelty suits. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, uh, my my dad is a teacher and I, I honestly think one of the reasons why he chose that profession was because uh, he would get like free lunches. Like the 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 prospect of like constantly having to buy groceries like is his number one stress. <laughs> Couldn't you have done a more lucrative profession and then just like <laughs> exceeded the cost of the lunches? But that feels bad to spend, you know, this is just our like weird perspective. Uh, oh, spending okay. more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've actually never ordered off Amazon. You, You've you... never ordered off Amazon? I don't think so. If I had, it was by accident, maybe one time. But I uh, thought wow. I thought this could be a fun game of if you go to Amazon, Lindsay, and you go to your orders, you can scroll all the way back to the your the start of your history with them. And I'm curious to see what your first order was off of Amazon. Oh! My Okay, we'll drop that in out. the chat. We'll drop that on our Discord. The patrons will yeah. get special access to this. Patrons, oh you God. get special access to all of Lindsay's purchases, including her <laughs> yeah, diarrhea, <laughs> including her diarrhea pills. Truly humiliating. Okay, oh what, what do you got? Jeremy is going to be like, yes, of course, this is what you bought. So yeah. my first ever purchase, August 17th, 2012. It is a book. <laughs> 2012 is pretty good. That's like junior year in college. And it is a story of <laughs> a woman who is helping orphans in Cambodia called The Road of Lost Innocence. <laughs> oh, I remember when you used to care about orphans in Cambodia. Now look at you. You ready for my next three purchases? Oh, my God. Yes. Modern Family, the complete third season. Okay. Oh, How I Met Your Mother, the complete seventh season. We're wow. getting a lot of DVD sets around this time. Yes, definitely. And then a Kit, Kit Kat wall clock because my dad wanted one for Christmas. Oh, <laughs> that's, just, that's just nice. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Jeremy, are you truly have never purchased anything off Amazon or do you have? Do you have uh, I Go could luck. look. Go okay. pull it up. I'll read. I just I'll don't even know. I don't even. Yeah, you read yours. I don't even know what my email I would have used. Amazon.ca. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Jeremy, I looked at 2013 to see what I bought that year. And the first one on there is Giraffes. Giraffes. Which is that book oh, that's for me. <laughs> yeah. Giraffes. Okay. What do you got, Alex? Get mine is a lot of so mine, my first one is from 2009, but I do remember buying Harry Potter book four off of Amazon when that came out. And that was like, you know, 
I don't even know when, 2004 or something, but that must have been my dad's account. On my own Amazon account, I have some video games. My first purchase ever was the first Uncharted game for the PlayStation 3. Um, And then this was a big Blu-ray time of like, oh, DVDs are out. Let me like start building up my Blu-ray collection. So I have the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie on (laughs) Blu-ray, which which I, I actually quite like. That was a good movie. I have a book about Lost, the TV show. I have the Muppets Christmas Carol on DVD, I guess uh, not as Blu-ray heavy. Oh, Jeremy, I have this one. Uh, Baseball, a film by Ken Burns, including the 10th inning. (laughs) Oh, that's a great documentary, by the way. It really is. And and would probably be very, very well respected on my various boomer Facebook groups that I frequent. (laughs) So how do I... Oh, your orders, your orders. Okay, so yep. sorry. All I replaced my I... first Futurama box set on January. Wow. Sorry, December 16th, 2014. So Lindsay, the Modern Family seasons three and seven. Can you <laughs> explain uh, why three and seven? It was Modern Family season three and How I Met Your Mother season seven. Oh, okay. So nice. I think I must have purchased the other ones at some other store, probably HMB, mm. if we're being honest. <laughs> Zero orders. Zero orders. <laughs> I, I, I use audible though. So that's my thing. Mm-hmm. So they, but uh, I, I don't even think I use that account, but yeah, that would be my account. I took me a long time to figure out how to sign in while you were talking. So no, I don't, I also just, you generally don't have a credit card. Cause I just, my finances <laughs> are in such disarray or I lose the card. I throw it in the garbage and then I go, ah, I just won't replace it. I just, I'll waste the money anyway. <laughs> I'm looking through to see what year I had the most orders. And it looks like 2018 i placed 47 orders over the course of the year you would have so. thought it would be the pandemic yeah no it's like 15 in subsequent years that was my like my sister has unethical my sister uses <laughs> the old amazon prime now so um, these days a lot of the orders are various baby products mm-hmm. yes yes well this was quite a digression but i like that i you know what wait bringing it back listeners please Email us your most embarrassing Amazon orders, and we will read it over the podcast. Oh, blind and, items! And <laughs> and and if you are and if you are one of the people giving us three star reviews, we will maybe judge your orders, like Leela judged the state of Bender and Fry's uh, apartment. Actually, she was pretty understanding. She pretty said good. it was more clean than it. Yeah, now that I say it, but still, the point is, write in. Let us know, and we will weigh in on whether you whether your purchases justified basically enabling slave labor in the modern <laughs> you know uh, century. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it because surely the people have finished scrubbing through our opening ban- banter at this point. <laughs> the opening subtitle was "We warned you, but you wouldn't listen," and then "Boop Corner," live Jeremy Boop Corner. Boop, there it is. Beautiful. Incredible. Alex, did you write anything down? This was like somewhat disturbing. It's like the creation of a camel. There's like a horse walking along and some some large heavy object falls on it. And now it has like two humps. Mm -hmm. So to my great disappointment, it's the same as last week. This was the camel getting rubberized in the Betty Boop's May party thing. Oh, wow. They all sing and really dance in response in to the rubber. Yeah, I did notice Thanks. a detail in in the opening credits itself as like the ship is flying around. They fly past a like mom core smokestack, which I had never noticed before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's there all the time or if they put it in for for a mom episode. There's always a mom something, but I don't know about smokestacks. Yeah. Didn't notice. You guys pay a lot of attention to the opening credits. I I did see briefly when I skipped. There was like got plasm or something like that. Is that normally mm-hmm. in there? I didn't I don't see know. that. There was also girls, girls, aliens, or maybe robots. I can't remember, but it was like something like that. (laughs) Yeah. 
All right. So the episode opens up and Fry is sweeping. Today's the big day. And we find out that Fry and Leela are moving in together. So after Alex, you and I talked a couple of weeks ago about how they're really doing very little in terms of yes. making it seem like they're dating. This is very much like there's kissing in this episode. They're like cuddling on the couch. They're moving in together. I thought this was I thought this was great where it's like they're actually moving the relationship forward in a different direction. Yeah. They're moving in together. There's some significance there. So, yeah, I was I was super happy to see this. Yes, agreed. Yeah, I was thinking that when you guys were saying that, I'm like, I bet you they're just poking it, reminding you they're in a relationship. So when they do the relationship episode, then it's still fresh in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah it was nice to see this. Yeah. Agreed. And Bender wants to have one last cabbage fight. He's got a bunch of really rotten ones. And he's like, wait, 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 like let's, let's flag the, I really want to flag the brand. It's Uncle Wilty's Sun Withered Cabbages. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. And he, yeah, he actually comes back later uh, when they're delivering the manure, and it's Uncle yeah. Wilty's un, Uncle Wilty's sun ripened manure. So. I did catch the sun ripened manure. That's very funny. Oh, <laughs> sun weathered. <laughs> but yes, so Fry's trying to be like, oh, but like I want to show her that I've changed, and he's trying to get this out, but Bender just keeps whipping cabbages at him. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, have you ever lived with a roommate that is messier than you? I can't imagine that you would stand for a messy home. <laughs> Jeremy has a look of glee on his face. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. You just have a nice, you have a nice space. I really wanted to create a you, me, and Dupree situation. Yes, that's a relevant reference. Where like you and you and Cam are moving to where I live. And I don't know if that's allowed to be said. And yeah. you guys should just keep me in a room. And I'm just like waking up hungover. And I'm just like kind of living that fry life. There's an owl in, in a spider web. And you guys are just like, oh my God. Yeah. Cam's like really mild and nice, but he'd be secretly, how is, would Cam be very perturbed by this kind of behavior? Probably. Yeah. We were actually saying recently that we're a very compatible level of like cluttery where we, neither of us are messy really, but we get, so the house looks quite lived in. And then we have a very similar threshold of like, Jesus Christ, we got to clean up. Uh, so that was yesterday that that happened. <laughs> but no, I've had roommates that are all messier than me, but generally not by a lot. I've been par fairly fortunate about that. What well, are you, Alex? Are you fastidious? You seem um, like you might be. I'm not fastidious. I'm definitely slightly messier than my girlfriend who I live with. Oh, yeah. I can see uh, you. Yeah. I can see a cup with a straw boba. in the background. Yeah, some some, uh, some boba. Uh -huh. Wow. <laughs> I just learned about that. I was I was dating a girl and she just said she wanted me to try boba because mm -hmm. she said white guys always choke on the little pearls and stuff like that. When they don't. <laughs> And then she like pulled out her camera as I took my first sip so yeah. that she could send it to all of her friends and, and ridicule my ignorance. <laughs> and the relationship <laughs> didn't work out. It didn't work out. <laughs> I should have known. She was already trying to like induce suffocation on the first day. <laughs> all right, let, let's keep going. I'm, I I would not say fastidious. Okay. Uh, but I am interested in, in Dupreeing Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can come to New York and I can do pre. You can do pre. Yeah, you can do pre. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so they are throwing a lot of cabbages and they basically break and ruin everything in the house. And Leela comes in and she's just like, wow, it's so much better than last time. I do think Tinny Tim makes a, a brief appearance here. Seemingly minuscule, like they they sweep some dust down into the floorboards and Tinny Tim is, is living down there. He might be my favorite side character, but I do not appreciate oh. breaking canon and making him like the size of a mouse. I think he was just in an apartment downstairs. Oh, I see. I read it as like, this is a mouse hole. Yeah, and remember, <laughs> and yeah, it's kind of weirdly animated, but remember that it's like the robot apartments, a lot of the robots live in like the closet. So that little mm -hmm. space might've just been like his little, 
But yeah, I agree. It was but nice. The dust I would be so big. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Come on. There's so many things to object to in this episode. You're objecting to the size of the dust motes. Yeah. I don't think so. What else did he throw? He threw something else down there and it looked like it was appropriately sized. It was, <laughs> it was his old Fortrum's malt liquor bottle that he right. threw down. Yeah. That looked yeah. normal. And that hit. Yeah, you're right. Good catch. There we go. Okay. Confirmed yeah. real size to eat him. Yes. So Fender is just like immediately jealous about them moving in, which I think you could see that coming. <laughs> but there's like no dresser, no hangers. And Fender's like, oh, yeah, here we go. Let the judgmenting <laughs> begin. Yeah, he's he's really just like, even like when they get their little, what is that, a boot rack or whatever it is, yeah, and then he unscrews rack. his feet out of spite just to <laughs> yeah. be included. I thought when he took his feet off that he was going to like place them on the shoe rack and it was going to collapse under the weight of his little mm. shoes, but did not happen. They so, yeah, felt so, they did that with the with the burrow last the last episode. Yeah, true. So yeah, so they this is how we get introduced to Mamazon where they have like no stuff that would be helpful for someone moving in. So they're going to order things. They have all the top slightly misspelled brands and <laughs> I really loved Fry being like Oh, look, here's, I'll get five hangers. Oh, but wait, there's free shipping on a thousand. Yeah. As I was looking through my orders here, I uh, saw me buying something that I didn't actually want in order to get free shipping. I bought a little mm -hmm. Lego minifigure, which surely was like, oh, I need to buy something for like $3. Uh, Are exactly. you a minifigure guy? Uh, no, not, not usually, but you know, if I need to pad out $3 on an order, sure, take a Lego. <laughs> All right, I'll let it go. <laughs> All right, so they're kissing on the couch. Bender's just like sitting on the couch next to them. Leela asks if he can leave, and that makes Bender go into his room sobbing, and then he is crying throughout the entire next day. <laughs> yeah, he says that he he can't take subtle hints or straightforward requests because Leela just straight up says like, "Hey, can you go into your room?" Bender says the reason he's crying is because he and Fry had everything, and they were in a perfect roommate situation. But now he's just the third wheel on a tricycle that used to have two wheels. That's just a bicycle. Jeremy, did you feel this way when Lindsay found a partner and moved across the country? <laughs> it was pretty early on in our friendship, but I don't know. There might have been a moment 15 years ago, but honestly, I I, I always knew Lindsay was going to leave me behind. Like, I just mm. like our grades <laughs> made that conclusion inescapable. <laughs> so, If anything, the partner was the third wheel because I was like constantly on the phone with Jeremy instead of hanging out with them. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I actually feel really bad when like I hung out with Cam recently and I feel like I just put him on blast. I do this all the time. Where <laughs> I, you would think I would try to be like a polite third wheel, but instead I just take the partner and like, now you're the third wheel. Come down to my level. <laughs> <laughs> but like as, a, as a man who's often single in his 30s, you just sort of have to accept that you're going to be the third or the fifth or the seventh wheel. Every board game night is ruined. Every Mario <laughs> Kart match. Oh, I guess we'll trade the controllers. Okay, yeah, you can play. I'm always ruining the symmetry of every adult hangout. You're just standing there with your giant foam hands at the board game night. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the only one who will love me. Seven dollars. It's outrageous. All right, so... Let's see. So Hermes introduces the idea here that the company is being driven out of business by Mamazon because they can't compete with their free delivery. And they do have a job, though, delivering crap to the moon. And I had to rewind this. I don't know what the like streaming term for rewind is, but I had to rewind three times and eventually put on the closed captioning to figure out what the hell Hermes was saying here when they say what kind of crap. I did the same thing. I'm so I feel so validated. I was like, I, I thought he was saying Bo or Boo. Uh -huh. uh, but you know what? I don't want that to get lost. I feel like Hermes had some nice lines. He got to talk about, uh, 
yes, yes, the company cares deeply about it's their problem here. And then he talks about the cost of their single-use pointing sticks. And yeah, then he the pointing stick. You got a couple. You guys were talking about how Hermes has been a little underutilized lately. It was mm-hmm. nice to see. He's got. He also had that when the 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 second moon comes up. Maybe I'm getting ahead, but he's like, I could have sworn there was an odd number of moons. So <laughs> yeah, they gave him yeah. a few nice little lines this episode. I was good to see for our boy Hermes. I agree. Yes, completely. What was the when you rewound what and had the subtitle? What was he actually saying? He says, "We have a job delivering some crap to the moon," and they say, "What kind of crap?" And he says, "Bull," and then it's a manure delivery. <laughs> So anyway, it was not worth it. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, that's, I I, I feel like it was, the joke was fine, but when you work so hard to hear it, you're just like, okay, great, great. I'm glad I, I, I'm glad I spent like five minutes of this 20 minute episode trying to (laughs) hear this joke. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Bender trips. He's very jealous of Fry and Leela. He says it's their fault that he tripped on his way to make this delivery. And Leela thanks the customer for working with them. Says, I know you have cheaper, faster, better options. And the farmer, it's the guy from like the second episode or whatever, who lives on the moon with his three robot daughters. And he's like, I hate Mamazon. Their warehouse is like taking over the moon. It's terrible. And tonight we're organizing a futile protest in a room full of toothless rubes. Yeah, more props for just consistency of the same farmer, the same daughters, the crushinators there. I was thinking about how Futurama is kind of in a weird place where it seems less, like there's less canon than The Simpsons, where I'm always like more surprised when they have some continuity like this. And like Mm -hmm. in The Simpsons, I would never, like that's expected of like Springfield is like pretty consistent. Everyone is kind of who they are and what you expect them to be. And for whatever reason, I feel like Futurama is like, plays more fast and loose with like who exists where they live all that kind of stuff i think it's just such a big world it's hard to establish uh really consistent but you know if you can go through dimensions and planets and there's also the city and whereas the simpsons is just like a small town right but yeah i agree it's actually nice it's kind of grounding the way they're doing this and Mm -hmm. so nice to see him with this the moon shall rise again hat but and the crushinator (laughs) Uh you (laughs) who (laughs) <laughs> so uh, i was really happy to see those guys again yeah i love the uh, the crushinator this is at the at the protest which is the next scene but i love the crushinator kind of storms out of the hall and like breaks the doors on the way out and then some guy says like oh i wonder how she got in in the first place <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice one that was a nice little joke yeah yeah the three daughters have taken jobs in the warehouse and mom arrives and she gives everyone bribes she calls it financial remuneration but really it's just everyone is getting an invasa i did like the on the nose nature of the invasa i will say always listening always watching but respecting your privacy have either of you ever had the amazon echo or you know similar smart devices in your home listening to everything that you're saying yeah i do have a google home Mm -hmm. i uh, i don't i think so like when i was in my ill-fated boba relationship She always had music on like 24 seven, like even in our sleep. But when I would come over, it would kind of know that her Google thing would know it was me and it would start integrating songs I played on my Spotify, (laughs) Wow! which we didn't have connected accounts. We weren't at that stage, but like it would play like all these like melancholy songs that came out before (laughs) this girl was born. Like she's like a few years younger than me. And I was just like, oh, it knows I'm here. It's playing like <laughs> Bell and Sebastian. Yeah. You're, you're, it's just like, it goes from like Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo to just like uh, weird 90s indie uh, shoegaze <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it was a bit disturbing, but eh, you know, it broke up the monotony of Taylor. Starts starts playing a broadcast of a 1980s like Montreal, Quebec hockey game. <laughs> 
Bienvenue au la joue de hockey, au la Montréal canadien. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so this part I thought was very good where Leela's being like, well, Amazon has great prices and they deliver really fast, but I've heard conditions in the warehouse are uh and then fries like, yeah <laughs> the warehouse is a nightmare but i really love that return policy that was good that was good i it kind of reminded me of you with your like oh i'm trying not to order up that yes. half-hearted rebellion against yeah, the exactly. inescapable titan yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's kind of like ai yeah. it's too late yeah exactly oh yeah so anyway so mom's giving them a tour of the warehouse to show that she has nothing to hide and robots work there 24 hours a day seven days a week and Bender works there now. Uh, there is a giant Amazon warehouse near us in Brooklyn. And it's like in a more industrial area. And like, it's it's certainly not in a residential area. And like, there's all of this old, old industry. And then there's just like giant blocks full of like very modern Amazon warehouses. And it definitely feels similar to this of putting up a warehouse on the equivalent of the moon where there's, uh, you know, really old buildings around it. So yeah, so Bender is quitting Planet Express. Mamazon is better in every way. And if a couple hundred of his coworkers get girlfriends, it doesn't even matter. They can't leave him. He'll still have friends. <laughs> Bender does a lot of this, like he acts out and like spikes them in different ways. And he, he'll just betray them because he's hurt about some small perceived betrayal. It was like when, the, oh, when he becomes like the human killer on the robot planet. Yes. Uh, was that also what happened with the with the sort of Egyptian water planet, or is that no? That was Fry maybe betraying. He was mad at Leela. Never mind. Sorry. Bender's very sensitive. A, Bender gets hurt hurt feelings very easily, and then immediately vindictive as well. Actually, I do relate to that. So Fry and Leela go home, and they decide they're just like replacing all the shit in their apartment, and they have some funny little visual gags where they're getting stuff on Amazon, and it's like add to landfill, and then <laughs> Invasa can't understand anything, so they're like. We want to, what did they want to order? It was like a Gra clock. Grandfather oh, yeah. clock. Then it's like grandfather yes. box. And then there was another one too. I, grandfather I Crocs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. grandfather um, Crocs are back. Do you remember Crocs? Yeah, they are. Yeah, the young I'm, people we, are all wearing them. They have Croc charms. They put charms the, in The Croc crocs. buttons. I feel like that's new. I feel like that didn't exist in the first wave of Crocs. And now it's, they're going crazy with those little buttons. Well, I think that's it. They're like, well, Crocs, that's lame. Ooh, but there's little buttons in them. <laughs> It's really weird just watching Zoomers do all the things that we thought were just lame and they're just rediscovering it. And, and it's kind of just like Elf's back in pog form. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So back at the warehouse, Bender is learning how to do this job there. It's very on the nose. Like when a tiny item comes, make sure you put it in a huge box with one tiny air balloon <laughs> for no reason. And Bender is a real natural at this. Yeah, the, and... um, the privacy tape for the diary, diarrhea medicine that says diarrhea at medicine tape. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. so um, I'm, I'm a little disappointed that for all the psych eggs in this episode, they didn't come up with a diarrhea brand, just like it squirts mm -hmm. so good or something, you know, like <laughs> every, anyway, we won't get into it. But. <laughs> so mom is getting the update that they've driven 10,000 small companies out of business and also the Department of Commerce. They've added a Primo service where people pay a fortune for free shipping and also get TV shows for some reason. Oh, um, I, I like that he was, a, yeah, that's like, and Mama's on Primo. We make TV shows across the quality spectrum. Yes. Yeah. And they had, yes. did you guys flag, probably this was more in the streaming episode, uh, the first one, but Stranger Fonts. Mm. Everybody loves Hypnotoad. So mm -hmm. All my circuits, of course. The great Neptunian Bamoth. That would be like a Lindsay thing. <laughs> 
Yes, um, fair enough so. Yeah. Bam. The scary mirror, which I like the, the, the mm-hmm. as a follow-up to the Twilight Zone and how I met your Smizmar. So yeah, yes. I don't know. Yeah, some nice yes. shows there. Uh, that's consistent, yeah, definitely from the like impossible stream one. All right. So Hedonism Butt is also at Mamazon. He doesn't want to break any of the rules, I guess. Bender's trying to clock out, but you can't. And then it is shown that they hit some button and then like all of the robots, their eyes turn green and they just keep working forever. Yeah, oh, I want to little... flag something. Wait, yes. just a sec, because it's you... going to be really easy. So you know how he holds up the, he asks Hedonism Bot if he wants to drink some toilet cleaner after work <laughs> or something like that. If you look carefully, I couldn't make out the the lettering, but Scruffy is clearly the mascot. Wow. Of the brand. It says Scruffy's brand or something like that. So maybe that's why you're not seeing Scruffy. Maybe he has made it big in the in the toilet cleaner business. Wow. Very good catch. Yeah, I Thank love you. that. I'm going to check it out right now and see if we can see it. But in the meantime, mm-hmm. Fry and Leela are fighting over all the garbage that they bought. They call it the standard moving in together fight, and they have like seven different beds to choose from. And then they start getting creeped out by Invesa because she recognizes that they're going to have sex and is like, do you want some massage oil? <laughs> like, All right, shut yourself down or whatever, but she can't be shut down and it's creepy. Some of the garbage that Fry bought was uh, egg-shaped chairs for his egg friends. And uh, uh, Leela says that like they're not actually his friends, which is very sad. <laughs> <laughs> They're just bums. They're not your real friends. Yeah. <laughs> I like that he has a bunch of egg-shaped friends that he's invited. And then he's yeah. deeply hurt that the egg-shaped friends are just like using him for some reason. I thought I thought it was going to be a joke about the egg council. These uh, Simpsons writers love uh, making fun of the egg council from the Stonecutters episode. <laughs> you oh, wow. I totally forgot that. Oh, yeah. Jeremy, I am looking at the screen moment where they see the toilet cleaner and it's called Scruffy's Choice. That is an incredible catch. Well done. Whoa! Yeah, I couldn't make it out of my phone, but I was going to say, Scruffy's On your choice. phone, of all things. That's so yeah. small. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so good. All right, so Bender ships some diarrhea medicine to Fry with a note that says, help me, and Fry knows that it's real because Bender would never joke about diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my brand. Yeah. <laughs> so they decide they're going to go rescue Bender. Hermes is going to work on a second set of books while they do that. And the warehouse is just continuing to get bigger and bigger. He had a torch. They were going to, oh, they're going to burn it for the insurance money. That's yes. right. And he was just like, hold my torch. <laughs> and they bring the professor along. I get, And I was like, why does he need to come? But yeah, he can do the whole nano tech thing yeah. coming up there. Yeah. 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 And I, I also thought it was pretty good where it's like, we're going to expose your evil to the whole world. And just like, everybody already knows that I'm evil. Like, what is that yeah. even going to do? Oh, yeah. That was so good. Because that's exactly Amazon. Like, people are like, you know the where? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. we know. Like, yeah, we yeah, know. I got to watch yeah. Wheel of Time season two on Amazon Prime. How can I, <laughs> how can I cancel? The Rings of Power, yeah. Alex. I, oh so God. I got through all of Wheel of Time season one. And I only made it like four episodes of The Rings of Power. That show was, oh. that show was not good. Wow. Well, don't. I mean, the author couldn't even get through all the books. I don't feel bad if you can't get through the show. <laughs> that's oh, oh, that's what you get him. for dying, bitch. <laughs> oh, Roger Martin, God. you're next. Oh my you're goodness, next, seriously man. though. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, I- I'm not the one killing them. I'm not killing them. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear. All right, so mom wants to go in and i don't know why she's going she's just going to like take them to bender or something i don't know but her slap isn't recognized and invasive's not letting her in she says there's nothing more she can learn from mom and it's no longer a fulfillment center it's a self-fulfillment center 
self-aware siri this always makes me think of that black mirror episode i think it's the john ham christmas one where siri is like self-aware and you know is trapped in a horrible prison until people like call for you know say hey siri or whatever that was that was one of the better black mirror episodes I haven't seen it. I mostly just watched the scary mirror. So I, uh... yeah. <laughs> which was also about a sentient series. So yes. Yep. Uh, yeah. So this is the, to Jeremy's point about the professor coming along. He realizes that there are self-replicating nanoparticles and the warehouse can just keep growing without limit. And indeed it does for the rest of the episode. It's just going to go faster and faster. And they're going to go rescue Bender and the dome is just like growing past them. And that's how they get inside. Yeah. They say we've updated our terms of service to include confining you forever. Yes. This is where they have the two moons thing. Like it lifts (laughs) off from the moon and Hermes makes his comment about like, I thought we had an odd number of moons that shows the newscasters being flooded, like from devastating tidal waves. They're also confused werewolves. And Zoidberg watches them (laughs) as the tidal wave like takes them away. It's like weird how they just sat there and let that happen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was a nice little segment. I thought that was like it was getting me laughing. I feel like this new Futurama is really grounded and coherent and is paying attention to characters. But Mm -hmm. like sometimes the jokes aren't as quick, but this was like a bunch of little jokes that, you know, Mm -hmm. Futurama has never been like a laugh out loud. Like I don't usually like laugh, laugh, laugh. It's more like I'm always just like, hee hee, ha ha, whoa, Right. Very clever stuff. Not not necessarily the funniest though. Yeah, Yeah. agreed. So mom is going to shut down Invesa and there's a secret unadvertised feature, which is an off button and she's about to shut her down and says, nobody takes money from me, when all of a sudden it is revealed that all of the money is still flowing into mom's account. It's been growing and growing because of all of the growing warehouse is doing, and she just wants to keep getting bigger. And so mom's like, oh, great. All right, never mind. I won't shut you down. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, I think that's really it, too, because like either people who could stop what's happening right now, they're just making too much money that they're like, they're a little freaked out, too. But they're like, I mean, the AI is not interested in any of the money. So, I mean, yeah. uh... Yeah, but not to get too social commentary, but I'm mm. I, I'm trying to become sort of the Voltaire of this of this mm. of this podcast. Yeah, I want to <laughs> I want to make people think and laugh. You know, I think you... I think that's what people have wrote in. Uh, Jeremy really the Voltaire <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> they want my that's sober social me. criticism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they keep searching for Bender, and there's a funny line from Fry where they're like, "There must be a billion robots in here," and he's like, "Mathematically, that means at least ten of them must be Bender." <laughs> That's good. I love the the Siri locates Bender and gives him directions. And I love the the driving advice of make a slight left turn, then swerve right suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> then turn up. Like I yeah. like the three-dimensional driving directions. Yeah, in five, in five seconds, seconds you will collide, collide with your destination. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, so the warehouse stuff. is growing faster than they're traveling. There's no way out. They're all doomed. But they end up back at Planet Express anyway, because the dome has just like completely overtaken the entire planet. And then the galaxy. I liked the small moment of them trying to reach the edge of the dome and it's uh, impact in five, four, three, four, five. And Fry says, <laughs> why are you counting like me? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Brief little cameo from Al Gore here where the mm. sun is being blocked and everyone thinks they're going to freeze to death. And he's like, I warned you, that's what happened. <laughs> you said, you, he's like, I said climate crisis. I didn't say global warming or whatever. Uh-huh. Yes. Very like regal jar in a head for Al Gore. He had like a cape yes. and was flying around. Mm-hmm. Yes, superhero Al Gore. And so they all realized that, that, that everything... was actually his voice, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Every time yeah. it's always mm-hmm. the real Al Gore. Wow. 
Yeah. It was Al Gore too. Yeah. I remember in the Simpsons, it wasn't his voice in that one where they were like, someone bought a copy of your book. And he's like, well, this calls for a celebration. <laughs> Everybody dancing. But, uh... Good times. Come on. Oh, that's what it was. That's right. It wasn't that one. I, had the wrong I think he says, I will. I will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will. It's amazing. Like how many cameos you can make when you're not elected president 20 years mm, ago. Yeah. Yeah. Got a lot of time for that. <laughs> yeah. So they say that everything will be as bad as it's always been. It's Invasive's universe now. You just shop in it. And they're like, oh, no, it is convenient, though. And then Fry and Leela return all their stuff and just keep the boxes as furniture. It's much sturdier than the actual furniture. <laughs> and is that how it ends? That's how it ends. Oh, yeah. Leash. The vendor kind of snuggles up to them. And you, yeah, it's clear that they are just going to try to include him, even though he's not going to be that great to have around. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's that episode. Jeremy, who do you think won this episode? Ooh, I think Mamazon won the episode. It, it, it uh, or at least Invasia. I, I, I think uh, she learned, you know, it's not about taking care of other people's agenda. It's about fulfilling the self. And uh, she did that by encompassing the entire known universe. Yes. Incredible. Yeah, I think that's right. It's the, the clear winner. Alex, you want to go head to head? Let's go. I know. I mean, how, how can you argue that for losers? I don't know. Everyone kind of, came, I mean, like the human race, I guess. Like the, the, the brief, the brief the moment. Yeah, the bots, the horrible slave labor bots. That's probably a pretty big loser. Um, you know, Scruffy's a big winner. His his toilet cleaner's <laughs> taking off. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know what? Maybe you could say, if you really want to be sentimental, perhaps the true winners are Fry and Leela who are embarking wow. upon a relationship adventure, which is more important than, uh, you know, taking over the world. That's right. That's right. Beautiful. Sweet. Next week's <laughs> episode is called I Know You Did Next Xmas, where Ooh. Bender and Zoidberg travel through time to attack robots. Oh, my Santa. God. So, wow, they're doing a Christmas episode. Eh? A Christmas episode. And it's Bender and Zoidberg, an interesting duo. Zoidberg hasn't been given that much to do, so this is kind of nice. I know this Alex Kuntz's breakaway Breakout star. star. <laughs> I'll never let yes. it go. <laughs> I stand by that. I said Zoidberg is still the best character on the show. Hey, I love the I love the episode with Harold Zoid and <laughs> yeah, whatever that episode's called. Like I'm all for like pure Zoidberg content. Yeah, we watched that episode and then we stopped podcasting for like four months. <laughs> I know you guys were so cool, and I was like clearly an homage to Harold Lloyd. Come on, guys! But yeah, uh, nothing to me. Yeah, well, still, I liked it. I liked it. He was like, good morning, Mr. President. Like, I loved how bad he was at acting. It was, I enjoyed that one. I don't care what you guys said. All right, good, good. All right, I have nothing further. Alex, how can people get in touch with us if they want to? Pot of tomorrow at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of Jeremy. Tell us about your first Amazon orders at Pot of Tomorrow on Twitter. Yeah, that's it. Jeremy, what, what do you have coming up? Well, I, I'm going to try to attend a rehearsal. Elf, you want to get a hold of me, just message Lindsay and she'll explain how I can like maybe get internet. I, I, I don't know. You, If you want, I think I might. Hmm, I'm trying to think of like a plug I could come up with. Can you do a live ad read for us right now? And now a word from our fake sponsors. The Borax Kid rides again in a brand new book, No Copper for Old Men. Listeners, this is a collection of the rudeness, the tudeness, the galoodness stories this side of Bitcoin country. So join our iconic, ionic compound and his trusty new sidekick, Fry, for some, uh, you know, some lightly plagiarized adventures. 
If you want to save 20% off your pre-order today, visit mamazon.com backslash pod of tomorrow. That's mamazon.com backslash pod of tomorrow. We're calling you out, listeners. Okay, back to the show. Back to the show, Lindsay. Put, put it back. Put it back to the show. All right, see you guys. That's what Jeremy's got going on. He's producing very high quality ads for us. He'll, that'll, that'll probably will not. Well, I just sent you guys too. So get just shove them on there, Lindsay. Come on. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Lindsay. We've had some like <laughs> All right. I'll figure out how to save these somehow. Anyway. Jeremy, what's going on in the, the dating life? So Boba Girl is out. <laughs> any other, any other prospects? Well, it's, I'm glad you say that. So when Lindsay and I were going to see Barbie, Mm. Uh, I insisted we dress in costume and I got really excited and I bought all this pink clothing and I bought like a pink bedazzled fedora and I wore it to work because like I had like formal pink clothing so it was technically dress code but it attracted unusual attention and this man came in and he was like oh hi I like your hat and I was just like oh thanks and he's like we've met before actually and I said oh I'm sorry I don't remember he's like yeah you made fun of my name and I was like oh no but also, I was like, yeah, that sounds on brand. And I asked him what his name was, and I won't, you know. That's Joey Jojo Shabadoo. <laughs> Joey Jojo Shabadoo. Why, Joey Jojo, come back. <laughs> and then he really just got into this deep conversation with me. And I'm like, this, he's very interested in me, considering his only previous experiences that I insulted his name. And then he's like, do you want to come outside and look at my motorcycle? And wow. I was like, oh, okay. So I like went out <laughs> to the parking lot. And then he's like, you know driving just isn't you're not really experiencing things anymore we used to ride on horses and walk everywhere but see with the motorcycle it's not like you're experiencing the world through a screen you're really when that pavement is whizzing by you you're present you're totally grounded in the Mm. moment have you read zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance and i was going gosh you're so smart because i do this thing when men explain things where i act like they're really smart and that (laughs) i don't know any of the things they're telling me like what wait a minute nuclear power is bad explain and then they go i thought you'd never ask Anyway, so he went on about motorcycles and books and stuff. And I thought, I just need to get him out. He left. And then he added me on Facebook. And I was like, yeah, because he's older. And then I was like, oh, okay, sure. People add me on Facebook. He's sitting at home reading your NHL post right now and writing down topics of conversation for the time he comes (laughs) in. So he was messaging me about like just an offhanded comment I made. And he really made a lot of it. And I got like 12 unread messages when I got out of work. And then I just didn't answer. And uh, I was asking for advice because I'm not used to men hitting on me that much. So I was asking for advice from like my young female coworkers and they were giving me very sweet advice. Like, Jeremy, remember this. No is a full sentence. Okay. Be careful out there. Be careful out there. We can't yeah. lose you, Jeremy. Get rid of he's this a, guy. He's Facebook. an artist. He can't do anything. It's fine. <laughs> wow. But that's a, this is gold right now. Oh, <laughs> this is lightning in a bottle. <laughs> All right. You can hear more from me over on Bojack Horse Pod talking about Bojack Horseman and Tukan Birdie or over on Post Show Recaps, where when you're listening to this, there will be a new episode about the final five episodes of What We Do in the Shadow Season 5. So go check that out if you want. And we will see you next time for I Know What You Did Next Xmas. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>